For Pride Month, which was in June, one of our listeners, Chrissy, set up a fundraiser for Point Foundation, but she's planning to go ahead and leave it up for the rest of 2021. So please join in and donate if you can. The Point Foundation helps LGBTQ plus students achieve their goals of higher education with financial assistance, mentoring, leadership programming, and more. Your generosity helps Point provide scholarships and vital programs to a new generation of LGBTQ plus leaders. If you'd like to donate, go to our Instagram, Who's the Boss Podcast, and the link is in our bio. It's listed as Chrissy's Pride Foundation. Oh, Sam, it's so good to see you. I got some of those peanut butter brownies you like. Want to share? Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> Isn't it nice to see them relating so well? Yeah, yeah. I don't buy it for a minute. Oh, come on. They're just acting like brother and sister. All right, sister, you're late with your payments. But Jonathan, hey, no buts. Cough up the dough you borrowed. I'll tell Tony about the leather jacket. Jonathan, I need more time. Time? Time, Sam? Time is something you run out of. What can I do? I asked my dad for 20 bucks and he wouldn't give it to me. 20 bucks? Sam, Sam. Sam, 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 you're into me for 223 smackers. Jonathan, do you know what you are? I'll tell you what I am. I'm your worst nightmare. Hello. Welcome back to... Hey, yo. Oh, hey. The Who's the Boss podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Kevin. That, that was pretty good. It was, it was, yes. It was... No, it doesn't sound like you're convinced. My golf clap. Oh, okay. I was wondering what you were doing over there. <laughs> you were slapping something. We are here to rewatch and discuss every single episode of Who's the Boss. Today we're going to cover season five, episode 12. The title of this episode is Tonan Enterprises. It first aired on Tuesday, January 31st, 1989. TV Guide's got it to get together again. Okay, good. And the summary. No, last time was a. And we were like so trying confused. to really, well, we were yeah. like doing all our research, trying to make sure I know we had the right date. Yeah. No, they were just wrong. I think. Yeah. I hope, I, think it, so. I hope they haven't been wrong all along and I'm just going with it. I know. The, yeah. the, the, most of them seem It doesn't right. matter. The t- <laughs> this really doesn't I mean, at the end of the day. <laughs> the summary says the competition to sell t-shirts has entrepreneurs Tony and Angela seeing red. Oh, oh boy. That's, yeah. Okay. All right, Let's I see have. see what ridiculous paragraph you have no, to read No, here. no, no, not ridiculous. What was that? I don't know. You did it. I know I did. I heard some noises. All right. Tony has enough of Sam's... Hang on. <laughs> Tony has enough of Sam's... Squ- <laughs> I just want everyone to know that Kevin just paused to put on his old man reading glasses <laughs> that he bought at the dollar store. Hey, well... Today. That's that's how we roll. We live the high life. Uh, we're, it's very exciting around here. All right, anyway. Tony has enough of Sam's squanderbug wardrobe acquisitions. Uh, period. Yeah. I, uh, Jonathan actually demands payment on her $223 credit line, like Mona's. Is it 223 I thought it was... Yes, it is 223 yes. Okay, I thought it was more, but... Because I thought... Well, Mona has one too, according to this, yeah. which we'll find out in the episode that she she does. Um, Tony's 
Tony's and Angela's bragging how they raised money as youths is exploited to make the dare each other selling the t-shirts. Tony designs and Sam hand produces at the local flea market. Sorry, I I'm not even I, I don't even know what I just read. Yeah, it was a, a lot of words. Oh, yeah. It's, at I some mean, point you're even reading the punctuation. It's fine. Yeah. I just read a bunch of words and that was it. <laughs> this episode was written by John Donnelly and Clay Graham. They're a writing duo that we've seen on quite a few episodes mm. so far. When this episode opens, Tony is cleaning up around the house. He's vacuuming the living room. Look at how thorough he is. He's picking up the chair cushion and vacuuming underneath it. Yep. I like Tony. Wait a minute. Yeah. Like when, hang on. So why is there a blue cushion on the couch, but the two side chairs have their cushions? Oh, wait a minute. Is it the back of one of those side chairs? I don't know. Oh, maybe this one. We need a different shot here. Oh, Oh, yeah. This chair is missing its back. It is. You're right. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to like find, now, find the goofs. <laughs> while Tony is cleaning, I don't know what day of the week this is. But yeah, I'm thinking, we're never going to know. Yeah, it's not the weekend yet, I don't think, because the weekend is coming up. So, But Angela, for some reason, is home, and she's right. reading a book, right. lounging on the couch. No what shoes. is she eating? Like I think she's eating seeds? peanuts. Uh, yeah, oh, I was peanuts, thinking peanuts. There's peanuts. No, they're the shells. shells. I know. Peanuts the, don't have shells. Peanuts absolutely have shells. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like, <laughs> like you know, when you go to the bar. I'm talking about peanuts you... that, like, are shells. But no, but I'm talking about peanuts <laughs> with shells, which is what I think she's eating. Uh, okay. But it, it could be pistachios. It could have been. That's true. I mean, we don't get a good look at the nut. I just went with peanut because it seems kind of, just kind of an ordinary nut. No, it, it actually it actually makes a lot of sense. And she, <laughs> I feel okay. so stupid after that comment. Now the the little bowl that we normally see on the table behind the couch, right? She has it next to her. Okay. But she's missing the bowl every time she shells whatever nut she's eating. I think you're right. I think it's beans. <laughs> and so the nut shell is going right onto the floor, but she doesn't notice it because she's so engrossed in her book. I know. So Tony, he sees this happening every time. He's like, okay. And he goes and vacuums up where the shells fell. I know, what a mess. And then she does it again. And he goes and vacuums up where the shells fell. And I wonder, I don't know why I was thinking this earlier, but I wonder if at any point they had Angela just throwing them directly on the floor and then them saying that she wouldn't do that. Because, like, it, she has to be missing. the. Angela's not mean enough or, you know, oblivious enough to just throw peanut shells on the floor because she right. knows Tony's going to vacuum them up. Right. If it was Mona, I could see her putting them directly on the floor. So Tony's getting more and more aggravated every time he has to clean up peanut shells that are falling on the floor. Alleged. Now, Angela accidentally knocks something off of the back of the table behind the couch. Oh, okay. See, I thought she accidentally threw a shell that way. (laughs) What what you're saying makes more sense. Yeah, Yeah, no, there was like a bookmark or a pad or a piece of paper on that table, and she accidentally knocked it over. I know. So now she's like, oh, darn. And she puts her book down, and she moves the table out of the way. Right. And she bends over the back of the couch to try to reach behind the couch and pick up whatever it is that she's dropped. We really see a lot of Angela here. We really do. 
I, I know Tony's thinking about the vacuum cleaner, but I don't think that was his only thought here. No, no. I, <laughs> that I was probably was the vacuum cleaner was probably with something else. <laughs> thought number two. So he sees her bent over the couch, and he's right. like, he realizes that he's holding. I should have said this, I'm sorry. As he was vacuuming earlier, he's not vacuuming with the full vacuum of the couch. He's holding the attachment that has a little brush at the end. Right. Like, because he was vacuuming the inside of the cushions and stuff. So now he's looking at that attachment, and he's looking at Angela's ass, and he's like, hmm. <laughs> and then he decides, oh, no, all right, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I know. Like, why wouldn't you just walk around the back? Because the couch, okay, instead so, of presenting her ass <laughs> over the top of the couch. Now, one you can think, okay, well, she just doesn't think he's paying attention because she wasn't paying attention. All right, and the vacuum's all loud. Right, but okay. then two, she knows what he was thinking here, and so I'm starting to think that Angela one maybe have done this on purpose, mm. and number two lingered for longer than she needed to. I think maybe she's still a little upset over the uh, him making fun of her assets in the last episode. So oh, she's maybe. Letting him know that she Here has they are, <laughs> and this is what they look like. So we have to have a little bit of you know building the tension and flirting here, and I think that this is this okay. is that. All right. So she turns around and she says, "Wise choice," because she knows that he was thinking about goosing her, and he is decided with the vacuum to. cleaner. With the right, I'm sorry, with the vacuum cleaner. Now, just then, and you can also tell that Tony and Angela, they're kind of setting up here that they're getting on each other's nerves a little bit. Like, she's bothering him with the shells. He was thinking about poking her in the butt with a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) So they're setting up already that they're a bit annoyed or, you know, they possibly could get on each other's nerves. Because if you think about it, they're married without any of the sex. Mm. And if you're not having any sex, I think you kind of just sometimes think that your partner's a little more annoying than (laughs) when you are. Really? It sounds like you've thought about this. (laughs) You know, you have to have, you have to reconnect that connection. Oh, I I see. Okay. Otherwise, you really are just roommates living in a house and getting on each other's nerves. Yeah, okay. Now, Sam comes in right then. And she asks Tony, can I borrow 20 bucks? And he's like, 20 bucks? What are you... What yeah, are you talking really? about, Sam? For what? I, what happened to your allowance? She looks down at her shirt and says, I'm wearing it. Now, this shirt is pretty badass. It may have shoulder pads, which I'm not a fan of. Oh, but it does? Oh, yeah. I, didn't even I think it does that. have light shoulder pads. Okay. Light but, shoulder pads. <laughs> but the actual tie-dye, you could totally see. <laughs> tie-dye is very popular again with the kids right now it is it's everywhere so yes. i totally could see a child wearing this shirt right oh, now for sure. or an adult actually so he says let me tell you something sam do you see this and he pulls a 20 dollars bill out of his pocket and he says this is earned money sam do you know how much wow. vacuuming i had to do how many plates i had to wash how many shirts i had to iron and then he turns around Angela and he says, I'm underpaid. <laughs> I know, suddenly he realizes, which we all know he's not. No, he's not. He's very well paid for We've the time. We've learned that yes. from... And then even the neighborhood. Whatever he's doing the well. other that episode was, we've learned. Yes. And Angela says, Tony, for a guy who just considered goosing his boss with a vacuum, you're damn well paid. Mm. And he really can't say anything about that. 
and Sam, I like that Sam doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even care that that was just brought up. Like, wait a minute, you, you did what? She's like, what? Um, okay. And then he tells her, he tells Samantha, when I was a kid, I used to knock these things out for three bucks a piece, talking about her shirt. And he says, what does that tell you? And she says, you were selling them too cheap. And he's like, no, your days of walking in here and asking to buy unnecessary overpriced items are over. And she says, well, what do you consider to be unnecessary and overpriced? And he says, pretty much everything you own. (laughs) So she's like, come on, just this one time, and then I promise I'll get my act together. And he says, read my face. And he starts (laughs) shaking it back and forth ridiculously. Like all the skin on his face is flopping back and forth. (laughs) Classic Tony. Jonathan comes down the stairs and he's like, oh, Samantha, I'm so happy to see you. And she's like, oh, hi, Jonathan. And he says, I've got some peanut butter brownies that you like in the kitchen. Do you want to share them? And she's like, sure. And she puts her arm around him and he puts his arm around her and they walk into the kitchen together. Mm. And Tony's looking at them as they go. And Angela says, isn't it so nice to see them relating so well together? And he's like, yeah, I don't buy that. Yeah, something's up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she says, oh, they're just acting like brother and sister, which is really cute for Angela to be excited that uh, Jonathan and Samantha are acting like brother and sister. I know, but if they were acting like brother and sister, they'd be just be... they would They would just be fighting. They would just right. be fighting. They normally act like brother and sister because they're right. terrible to each other. <laughs> right. I know, especially her to him. Yes. Now, inside the kitchen, Jonathan says, all right, sister, you're late with your payment. Sister. <laughs> and he says, you better cough it up now or I'm telling Tony about the leather jacket. And Sam's like, listen, I just need a little more time. And he He's getting all up in her face. I know, he is. Yes, and he's saying, so there are a lot of references to old gangster movies in this episode. And he says, time, time, Sam, that's something you're running out of. Mm. And she's like, well, what can I do? I asked my dad for 20 bucks, and he said no. And he's like, 20 bucks? You're in to me for 223 smackers. Wow, that's a lot. What happened? She what did she a, buy? She bought that leather jacket. I know. The, oh, yeah. And the jacket. How much was it? <laughs> I'm guessing $223. All right. <laughs> and like she's so I guess she's planning on paying Jonathan $20 at a time. Oh, man. Good luck with that. So, yeah. So she went in there and asked him. I mean, unless she's been borrowing money from him for other stuff, I was assuming it was all for the leather jacket, which was a pretty expensive leather jacket for 1989. Yeah. I mean, that probably yeah, was like six, a six hundred dollar jacket now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So she's like, Jonathan, do you know what you are? And he says, I know what I am. I'm, I'm your, your worst, worst nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> so silly. And then she says, Yo, little Caesar, you've been watching too many gangster movies. All right. Well, do you want to know what yes, little of, Caesar is? Of course. Um, and I wonder. See, and I wonder about this stuff, like. Why would somebody her age know what this movie is? But that's just me. Like, that's beside the point. Yeah, because it is, you said it's old, right? Well, yeah, L- Little Caesar's a, it's a gangster movie that was, that came out in 1931. Okay, yeah. Um, so at this point, it's already 58 years old. Yeah, and it had Edward G. Robinson in it, which was, he was, if you know who he is, he's a I big, don't. well, he was a big, like, gangster movie type of guy but in the, but like a big actor for the time okay 1930s right. whatever 20s and 30s um anyway it was a gangster movie with uh, edward g robinson that's okay. it that's all i got 
Yeah, I mean, again, it's adults writing this show, so... And he played a character named Caesar. Okay, then. And he was short. Oh. Which made him Little Caesar. (laughs) I should have added that part earlier. No correlation to the pizza company. No, nothing to do with Little Caesars. Um, so yeah, this is written by adults. I don't know that Alyssa Milano would have actually understood the line that she was reading there. Much like, and here's a good example of that. Adam said that he didn't understand the Citizen Kane reference right. he made. See, and then that's a gr- that's an excellent point too. So maybe these kids just read the lines and they don't. I know, say, but like, like, hey, Samantha's not going to know what Little Caesar is. But a lot of the adults at the time would they know what? Probably. I guess so. Yeah, because like, I mean, there's a time like things just like now we're as <laughs> as old as we are, right. adults. Yeah. We don't know what the hell that reference is. I and know. I had to look it up. But say you're a 40 year old person watching this show in 1989. You were born in like 1949. My, my parents would probably know. Yeah, so you probably grew up with your parents watching these gangster movies, like knowing what Little Caesar. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. So most likely the older population would have understood. Right, but right, right. I right. don't think that the kids would have or understood what they were saying. Okay. But I I guess you can guess that like maybe Jonathan watches these because cable's big now and maybe like a lot of these black and white movies are on um, cable. The other thing too, okay, so in the movie Home Alone, remember um, Kevin. Kevin, how could you forget that name? (laughs) Kevin is watching a lot of the old gangster movies on the TV in black and white and they kind of incorporate it into the movie. Right. So possibly, but that movie, when Cable... what Kevin's watching in that movie is completely—it's not a real movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It was but made a... for that, right? Right. But it's just supposed to be like an I old un- yeah, I black and white gangster movie, right? Okay. So maybe when Cable first came out, like a lot of these were on there or something, oh, right. and much yeah, like so. how kids are now finding The Office and these older shows, maybe kids were finding older shows then. Right. I don't know, but for I'll, some I'll reason, take it. I'll take Jonathan's it. into the gangster movies big time. Yeah, I, I'll take it. So he tells Samantha, you've got until Monday. And then Mona walks in, and Sam says to Mona, can you believe this little bloodsucker? Mm. And she says, it's an outrage. And then she takes money out of her pocket, hands it to Jonathan, and says, sorry, I'm late with my payment. <laughs> of course, why, why does Mona owe money right. now, too? So Mona, who has a job, I know. lives what we think is rent-free, has someone do her laundry and someone make most of her meals, needs to borrow money from her grandson. I'm telling you, I will stick to my story that I think Mona smokes pot. Yes, she's way into There's drugs. something going on. And may have a porn addiction. I don't go to drugs, just pot. Okay, just pot. Because she forgets a lot but, of things. She doesn't know what the hell's going on. But what is she time. spending all her money on? No, I pot. guess pot. Yeah, because it wasn't legal then, so, okay. so pot. <laughs> And OnlyFans. Oh, wait, they didn't have well, that back then. Well, yeah, I think she had her OnlyFans going. It was just in her apartment with whoever showed up. But So they cut to Samantha coming down the stairs wearing her brand new leather jacket. Now, this jacket is kind of hideous yeah, it's and mustard. kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't mind the color so much. If the if the shoulder pads weren't I mean, as it's enormous. A, it looks like she's put on a jacket that had football pads installed <laughs> into it. Yes, the shoulder pads are so... They're aggressive. Yes, just enormous. But the cut is cute. If the shoulder pads weren't that big and it was like a three-quarter sleeve crop jacket like that, I could see somebody wearing it now. Okay. 
it, and the color isn't. I mean, yes, it's like a mustardy color, but I don't. I don't think that's terrible. I think it, that would. Still no, be the color is not as bad as the, the, the bulkiness yeah. of <laughs> yes. it all. Yeah. But I bet this jacket was oh, amazing was, at the time. It was all the talk. I know. I probably loved it. Okay, so now Bonnie is there, and some girl we've never seen before. Right, but I, you and I had discussed. Uh, like her, this character. Yeah, I have well, a theory. Well, you kind of just said you had a theory. And I, I th- after thinking about it, when I was in the yard watering the plants, <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> so go ahead with your theory. My theory is that this part was written for Julia, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get the actress. And so instead of cutting it out, because she interacts with Mona, they just recast it. And I, th- I agree with that. Because I even think she looks... She acts like bit, Julia. Yeah, and she yeah. kind of looks like her a little bit. Right? Wasn't her character Nicole Eggert's character? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, Julia is the one with the red crimped hair. That's oh, really crap. dumb all the time. But she acts like oh, this girl. Like, she repeats okay. a lot of what the other girls say. But this girl looks like Nicole This girl Eggert, does look more so like Nicole So we're just going to go with... Yeah, so I just we're think gonna they go needed with this, an actress. We're going to go with this, like... Um, Merging, yeah, like a characters. hybrid. This is a, a hybrid, hybrid of, of Julia <laughs> and oh, Marcy. Shit. That's what I get for watering. The it's plants. okay. No matter what you do, the audience loves you. Okay, uh, so Bonnie says, "Cool jacket," and then so this girl who I found out on IMDb, her name is Jill. She says, "Yeah, cool jacket," and then they're touching it. Yeah, she keeps it. repeating. Right. All she's doing is repeating what Bonnie is saying. Right. Which is a kind of Julia esque thing to do there right. was a little more depth to her character but she was kind of the butt of the joke as being the dumb one right because i one thing i can rem- specific um scene i can remember with her is the hickey mm-hmm. episode yes. where she does the switch the sides right. she of switches the, head the and, side and gets sam which, in trouble right yeah okay see i'm paying attention <laughs> so they're touching the jacket and they're like oh it's butter soft and jill again says yeah it's butter soft and Bonnie says, you know, I saw a picture of Madonna wearing one just like this, hmm. except it was buttons instead of a zipper. It was brown instead of yellow, and it was corduroy instead of leather. Okay. So, so it really it was wasn't a completely different jacket. <laughs> and Mona says, oh, I see. So just like it. Oh, I should have mentioned, Mona's sitting on the couch. I know. Ignoring everything but actually listening. <laughs> and Mona's never liked Julia either. So I think it kind of also goes with the fact that Mona's kind of rolling her eyes at everything Jill says. And um, then she interacts with her once they get into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So she takes the jacket off and she hands it to Bonnie and she's like, keep it safe and keep it unworn. This is just until I can figure out a way to tell my dad about it and still live. And Jill says, yeah, still live. I know. Why is she just constantly repeating <laughs> everything? So Tony then opens the kitchen door into the living room, and he's like, hey, girls, um, I need your help with something. And Sam's holding the jacket, so she quickly gives the jacket to Bonnie and says, oh, I just love your new Bonnie jacket. Your new jacket, Bonnie. <laughs> new Bonnie jacket. It's a Bonnie <laughs> jacket. Suddenly I'm Scottish, and it's a Bonnie jacket. <laughs> I love your Bonnie jacket. <laughs> okay, so... He wants the girls to come in the kitchen and look at something because he needs He's a young right. and hip perspective. So okay. Mona, who's sitting on the couch, says, okay, but I only have a minute. Yeah, I actually laughed out loud yeah. at that line. <laughs> I like Very it. Mona. But I would only have a minute, meanwhile. <laughs> so the three girls and Mona go into the kitchen. Um, yes, and it's Tony who's, who's waving him in the kitchen, which uh, there's one thing I, I meant to mention 
earlier. Um, Tony directed this episode. Oh, that's right. Um, Thank it's you. actually two directors. It's Tony and Phil Squire. 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 Okay. Yeah. Is normally that have a, that name is not familiar, but normally okay. when one of the actors directs, there's like there's another a, director. A, yeah, Gail. Someone I think is normally the person who assists them. Well, this is Phil Squire okay, or something. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce that name. But Tony was one of the directors nice. in this episode. So. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Because normally this show is directed by Asad Kalata, and that's why I don't mention it every time, because I think he directed like, most of them. Oh, really? Like yeah. one director? for? Yeah, for mo- most most of them, at least. Really? Mm-hmm. Shows I know, because like now shows swap out directors a All lot. All the time, But I don't yeah. know if sitcoms necessarily do. Oh, interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that would be difficult to swap out a director. Mm-hmm. But I guess not. But yeah, like the writers change often, but this one usually has the same director. But it was wasn't that something that we um, discussed with uh, oh. Adam? Was that he was interested in directing? Oh like right, he became yes because he saw that he saw uh, Catherine that you, Hellman was directing right. And that she was directing could. soap, so he was like, wait a minute, yeah, <laughs> you know. Actors and then when I get direct. older, I want to direct. Right, yeah. which is actually pretty cool. This would be a difficult episode for Tony to direct also. I know, because he's in every single scene yeah. just about. Yeah. He, so he's yelling cut and everything right. while he's standing there. <laughs> I know, but I mean, you can still direct, like stand behind the camera yeah. or stand there and say, you go here, blah, right, blah, blah, right. this is what's going to happen. Because right, they did all still that still be in the scene. Earlier, I mean, I think then, that, yeah, that's yeah. not uncommon, right? Yeah. So anyway. I'm sure it's just more difficult, but it, yeah, it, it yeah, does happen. Of course. Okay, so they come into the kitchen and he's like, oh, ladies, you are just in time. To sample the spring line of the Maselli collection. Spring line. <laughs> Where was the fall line? <laughs> it, it wasn't there yet. This oh, okay. Is first so line. spring line's the first line. Yeah, it's coming later. <laughs> so she, uh, Mona's like, so it's a bunch of tie dye shirts, and they're very cute. Again, they are. I could see people wearing these they are. today. And that's uh, yeah, they're big now. Yeah, tie dye. I feel like comes and goes, but never leaves forever. Like I it know, goes through and, waves of popularity. And I would have thought, like I remember as a kid wearing tie dye, or at least it was popular. And I think it was popular when I was younger because, like, in my in my like group of friends. You know, we were listening to like Led Zeppelin right. and, and like seventies right. shit. So right. we wore tie dye right. because to emulate like back then. But I never thought it would ever like come back again. And yeah, no. it is. Like it our is. like when our our oldest was like tie dyed this tie dye. I was like, what is yeah. happening? Because <laughs> I don't rem- you know I didn't think it would ever come back again yeah and like i this tie-dye has changed a little bit as far as like the designs i think are a little more sophisticated these days than they were back then but Mm -hmm. um yeah it definitely is something that kind of comes and goes Mm -hmm. sort of like the popularity of converse sneakers like they're always there but sometimes they're a little more popular than others oh yeah but that's always there it's always there but like the kids are not big into converse right now yeah but you can always pull off Converse shoes. Yeah. They're just you can just wear them. Right. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to get another pair. I haven't had them in a while. But, but you're an old man. I'm talking about the kids. I know, but <laughs> I <laughs> like yeah, our, I am an old man. <laughs> like I feel like the kids are more into Vans and um, I, Nike I, I Air Force. <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. I'm Nike Air Force and like those white Puma sneakers. Like white sneakers are very popular right true, now. True. True. Okay. Anyway. Anywho. So. 
Mona likes them, and he's, she's like, these are great. She starts loading up on them. <laughs> and yeah, then Bonnie says, you know, I saw a shirt just like this the other night, but if I would have spent 20 bucks on a t-shirt, my dad would have killed me, and Sam kicks her. I want to talk about Sam's jeans here for a minute, too. So I wonder if these are also Z Cavarici, but there oh. there is a lot going on above the belt. I don't know if you can see this here. So... Oh yeah, she has like a wide belt, but then the jeans yeah. keep going. Like there's, she almost has like a wrestling belt. <laughs> so <laughs> so kind of like she's like these jeans are so high waisted, but they yeah. actually are very cute. And so then the shirt is tucked in. So the shirt just basically covers the boobs, and then the, it's the rest is jeans. I know, and I'm trying to remember. Like yes, it has a Z Cavarici feel. Yeah, with the height, right. but I, I mean, I worked in a merry-go-round and I sold Z Cavarici. And you don't remember those? I don't remember those jeans, but this is 1989, right? Yeah. They could so be a different brand. I just worked sort of um, a similar cut. When I worked in uh, a merry-go-round, which is, as anybody remembers merry-go-round, feel free to go to the Instagram and let us know. <laughs> um, but there was a store in the mall that right. s- exclusively sold Z Cavarici, I think. I mean, oh. I mean, I feel I like some, other stuff. Uh, some of the department stores, I think, had it. But Z Cavarici was big in merry-go-round. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's not that they only sold Z Cavarici. It was that Mary Gra- no, Mary yeah. Grant. So exclusively so I is a I stupid word saying. to use. I, I, I should gotcha. not have said exclusively, but I meant like that's one of the bigger um, right brands that Mary Grant sold. Z Cavarici. Okay, gotcha. Anyway, so um, but yeah, this would have been a little bit older. Like this is eighty nine, and I didn't work at the merry-go-round until 1991 oh, in I high see. school so okay. a couple years later right but yeah it could be i don't know bongo jeans or even right like, <laughs> i mean who knows what was happening <laughs> yeah. i mean look at the th- i have a, a, a still frame i'm paused on the three of them and like what they're all wearing is kind of crazy <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what is... It's just very 80s. It is. Like, it's you exactly. can tell Jill's supposed to be a little more preppy. Right. Sam's kind of, you know, whatever. And I feel like Bonnie's a little more conservative. That's true. But it's all very But, like, 80s. she has, like, a Letterman's... Not a Letterman sweater, but what is that? Yeah, like a, it's like a preppy kind of cardigan, sort of. A cardigan, I, yeah, yeah. like, a, it is almost like a but Letterman everybody's sweater everybody's jeans are... Very high. Almost to their boobs. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it was and that's how it is again yeah it is you're right so tony says here's one for each of you and he gives the girls each a shirt and then bonnie says you should go into business mr maselli because you could sell these like hotcakes and jill says yeah like hotcakes and mona mimics her at the same time which is a very mona thing to do with julia Mm -hmm. so um, now jill's gonna leave here and we will never see Jill yeah, again. Jill dies in a terrible car accident. <laughs> like, what happens to Jill? Jill never comes back. So they I don't realize know they don't like Jill. If so they were they like, okay, well, we can't get the actress who plays Jill. Julia anymore. So we're just going to have Sam only have one friend now I guess. for good. And that's it. Because we don't want to keep track of any other kids on this set. And does she, she doesn't do much after this, okay, right? Okay, so I looked her up. Okay. And uh, her name is Brandy Burkett. Yeah. Or Burkett. 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 I, Burkett. This was her first acting credit in 1989. She did some other stuff. Brand- oh my God, the last thing she was in was Liar Liar. Yes, she played the flight That's attendant in Liar Liar. Yeah, the movie Liar I'm Liar. And she was in uh, an episode of My Two Dads, an episode of Valerie. Yeah. 
Yeah, so some stuff, but yes, she stopped acting in 97. I tried to look her up to see if I could find what she's doing today, but I couldn't really find any solid evidence that any other Brandy Burkett was her. Okay. Um, so well, then that's it for her. So they're like, oh, great minds think alike. So Bonnie and Jill leave, and Mona goes over to Tony and says, you know, Chatty Kathy might actually have an idea here. Chatty Kathy. <laughs> And she's like, you really could sell some of these things. You know, the Fairfield flea market's coming up this weekend. And Tony's like, Mona, listen, let me tell you something. This is not just dip and die. It takes color coordination, split second timing, intense concentration. And she says, well, you could make some big bucks. And he's like, well, I could probably knock off a few. And then Mona motions to Sam. And she's like, especially if you had a little helper who could help you. And you would maybe pay her, oh, I don't know, a dollar a (laughs) t-shirt. And Sam's like, oh, so she gets it now. Oh, okay, a dollar a t-shirt. I can see this. And she's like, yes, I'll help you to sell them and we can both clean up. Sam says that all teenagers also need a creative outlet. Tony's like, all right, well, you know, that's true. And Angela has come into the kitchen and she is also looking at the t-shirts in the background. And Tony's like, you know, I mean, this is fine, but I don't know that I want to spend my Saturday at the flea market help uh, selling shirts. Mm. And Angela says, well, I can help you. I'm a terrific salesperson. She says, I don't know if you know this about me, but when I was in Girl Scouts, they used to call me the cookie queen. Mm, the cookie queen. And Mona says, I thought they called you the pimple princess. See, I feel like there was a funnier joke with the cookie queen. Yes. Like, like she ate all the cookies. Right. There could have been a different reason why yeah. she was called the cookie I queen. I thought that's where, I, I immediately thought that's where that's it was going to go. That's what she was going to say, yeah. But then Mona just goes with the pimple princess, <laughs> which I think was my nickname in high school, actually. <laughs> Mona's so mean. I know. And then Angela says, Mother, if you feel the need to make derogatory jokes, why don't you find someone else? And mm. Mona says, Jonathan, and then walks out of the kitchen. I know. And that she's going to go beat, beat right. Jonathan down. Yes. You know, make, make him feel worse about himself. Meanwhile, he's running. He's Tony Soprano right now, running the house. Right. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she owes him money, so she better tread lightly. Yeah, stop, stop. Mess, don't mess with him. <laughs> right. uh, so then... Sam's like, so did you hear that, Dad? She's the cookie queen. And Tony says, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't like to brag. Since when? Yeah, right, but I right. used to be known as the tie-dye king of Euclid Avenue. Oh, God. He said, in 68, I sold enough of these to pay for a summer in Europe. And Angela's impressed. You went to Europe? And he's like, oh, no, oh, I actually God. never made it because I blew the money on a night with the Betta Denny oh, see, twins. Uh, Again, uh, the but, weirdness of twin sisters I know. having He's, sex right. with a, one man, yeah. is, it's weird. Because he says, and it's but not, they did dress up like little Dutch maidens, and, we, oh and then he God. notices that Sam's still standing there, and he says, we clog danced all night. But Angela knows what he means that they did. Yes, again, they're sisters. Like, I know, it's very creepy. It's so weird. I don't no. understand, though. Yeah. I never... I actually never have understood the twins thing. <laughs> the idea like, of oh, the, the twins, twins fantasy. Yeah, yeah because no, that's super no creepy. one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Anyone... They're sisters. That they don't right. want to. They don't want to see each other have sex. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
I agree. I agree. <laughs> like he just said, like, okay. <laughs> like, you're moving on. Right. I mean, what are you yelling at me for? It's I'm not. Tony, Tony not. is a I'm disgusting human. He was a disgusting human being. And Tony. what did he spend it on? Like, what? I mean, I enough know. money to go to Europe? You right. spend it on a night with the Benedetti Benedetti. Yeah, so it, in the twins? 70s, what do you think? It was a couple thousand dollars? I don't dollars? know. I, I don't have know. no idea. And um, what? He a, bought outfits for A them? bunch of Coke? <laughs> I have no idea. Man, maybe Coke. I mean, something, because... <laughs> The money's gone. It's all disturbing, and we're going to move on now. Okay. All right. That's fair. And see, like, uh, you're going to tell me that Sam doesn't pick up on these things about how gross her dad used to be. (laughs) So Sam goes over, and she's like, okay, so what do you say, Cookie Queen and Tie-Dye King? Do we have a deal? Is this a royal partnership? And then Angela says, "Um, I say it's so be it or something and i don't know they make royal references and then sam's like so be it so be it they just both say so be it it. and she says great it be and then they knock heads for some reason why she tries to get them to hug around her but they just end up knocking heads and knocking sam's head in the middle so maybe this is foreshadowing that this royal partnership is not going to go so well well, here we and then cut to the Fairfield flea market. Yeah, so here we are. So I guess this could be the following Saturday, maybe. So maybe this was a weekend before. So now weeks gone by, possibly they have a bunch of shirts ready for inventory, and they are at the Fairfield flea market. I love this Fairfield flea market sign because it really looks like someone just printed it out on a dot matrix printer and hung it up there. I know it's awesome. <laughs> well, what do you want? <laughs> Okay, so they have a little booth in the middle, and Tony has hung a sign that says, Tonan Enterprises. Terrible. Yes, well, and that's where they got the well, title a terrible of the name. episode. I know, but it's it all is terrible. <laughs> Tonan. <laughs> and so he's hanging the sign, he's like, look, check this out. Oh, I'm sorry. So Angela is looking around while Tony's hanging the sign, and she says, Tony, Tony, they have snow, count- snow cones? They have cotton candy. They have ice cream. And then Tony says, did you look over here? They have corn dogs. And Angela goes, all right. That's so stupid. I, I love that she's picked up Tony's little, all right. I mean, wouldn't you think Ann, Ann Tone <laughs> Enterprises would be better than Tone, Tone Ann? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what to tell I mean, you. I guess I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't write the episode. Maybe Angela came up with it. And who well, made that sign? Because I do, the handwriting is nice. Tony made it. You think so? Yes, absolutely. We, yeah, we know that Angela's no doubt handwriting about it. is awful from what we've seen. And just, and Angela wouldn't make the sign. That's Yeah, that's true. That's He would get out his little bingo marker like he did for his <laughs> campaign marker. posters yeah, and sure. make that sign. Oh, whatever. So he's like, okay, and now I have an announcement to make. And she says, is it lunchtime? And he says, no. Angela and I were very much alike. Mm. He's like, no, Tonan Enterprises is officially open for business. And he shows her the sign. And she's like, it's a perfect partnership. And then she adjusts the sign to make it, make it straight. And she's like, now it's a little more perfect. And she turns around and he cro- makes the sign crooked again. Because he's know, already why? getting annoyed with her. Why? <laughs> All right, so there's a scene coming up here that you don't have. Um, oh, okay. Not this one, but next one. Okay, so first... Angela is organizing all the shirts. While she's organizing the shirts, Tony's like, oh boy, this is such a great idea, Angela. He's like, I'm teaching Sam a lesson and teaching her the value of a dollar and making a few myself. 
And then Angela's like, not just a dollar. Like, I figured out that we're going to make a $600 net profit Whoa. if we sell all these shirts. $600. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I Which I think now would be like... $1,800, I would say. Oh, really? Yeah, it's about three times as much, I okay. think. From, um, I don't right, have my calculator up. That's but, pretty good. Yeah. Man, I'm not even going to get my calculator out to figure it out. <laughs> I don't care that much. So but. he says, I should teach Sam a lesson more often. Mm-hmm. Then he notices that she's organizing the shirts. And she's like, what are you doing? And he says, what are you doing? She says, I'm color coordinating. It's nice to have a display that's pleasant to the eye. It's a very important marketing strategy. I don't disagree with that. No, either do I. But then Tony says, yes, but in a place like this at the flea market, people like to see things all jumbled up because they think they're getting a bargain. I think that's the terrible. <laughs> and yeah, then he like, he like mixes he, everything. He, I know, he just throws everything together. That's so stupid. I guess because he's like picturing those big bins at oh. Woolworths or whatever when he was a kid. Woolworths. He would just dig through the dollar bins to see what you could find. I guess so. <laughs> And so she's like, okay, I think that's an excellent point, but we can have a neat display and people can still think they're getting a bargain. And so he's like, oh, okay, okay, perhaps. And then Angela's like, you know, it's a suggestion. We can do it your way if you want. And he's like, no, no. She's like, are you sure? No, no. Are you sure? And then he's just like, let's just coordinate the shirts. All right. To Gives get her up. to shut up. Right. Yeah. So now this is the part I don't think you have. The first customer comes over and a guy picks up a shirt and he says, excuse me, I would like to buy this. Oh, yeah, I don't have that. Okay. And then Angela rushes over and she's like, oh, sure, let me help you. This is a great shirt. And she says, she gets, she says $10, please. And he gives her the $10. She puts it in a bag. And then they're thanking this guy over and over again. Like, thank you so much. Come again. Yes, please. And he's like, tell all your friends about us. And so they realize that they're being a little... Um, over the top here and tony says or angela says it's our first sale and the guy's like really <laughs> and he, he walks uh, away he hadn't noticed yeah <laughs> <laughs> so when he leaves angela's like you know just a thought maybe next time pull back a little bit on the gratitude so she's critiquing him again now mona walks by <laughs> wearing one of the tie-dye t-shirts and a Two or three men are following her. Okay, I have this, actually. Yeah, so now I think this is where you picked... Well, you picked up after... Oh, no, you picked up here. Right, okay. And then, yeah, Mona's got like five guys following her. I say five, but I don't... She says, warm up the cash register. Right, yeah, she's just wandering around. They just started following her. That's how Mona Mona works. I get it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, doesn't that happen to most people at the flea market? No, no. Oh, okay. Only Mona. (laughs) Only Mona. And so she walks, she, she says, these guys are looking for something in a t-shirt. And Tony says, yeah, and I think it's you. Yeah. So he hands Mona the 10. He says, do me a favor. Take this money. And she's like, oh. And he's like, no, 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 wait a minute. I'm not done. She says, yeah. damn. And then he <laughs> says, go get me some change, What's please. What's wrong with Mona? I'm telling you. So high. Mona smokes pot and is stoned <laughs> all of the time. So Mona walks off with the $10 and Angela comes over. She's like, Tony, just a thought. Do you think it was a good idea to send mother to get change? No. And he's like, he's getting aggravated. And it's like, okay, on one hand, probably not. Yeah, no, she, (laughs) Angela's absolutely right. Okay, but on the second thought, then Angela, do you think this is a good idea to let her um, work at your business? No. (laughs) 
I'm like, why would she be judging Tony for sending Mona to go get changed? I know. Tony's like, have some faith. When Angela pays her to do nothing That's all true. day long. I'm telling you, yeah. Mona smokes pot. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we should have had a board meeting about it to discuss. And he's like, come on, just have a little faith in her. And she's like, you know, sometimes she wanders. And he's like, it'll be fine. So he's like, just stop talking and coordinate. So she yeah. starts, goes back to coordinating her colors. And Tony looks over at Mona, and now she's, and she's wearing a pair of sunglasses. red sunglasses. <laughs> I know, it's fantastic. <laughs> Somebody else just walked by in the background with a panda lamp also. Mm. And there's a dollhouse. Like, it's fun to look around all the stuff at the Fairfield flea market because it's just like a hodgepodge of whatever they could find, probably. Guys walking around with pictures in the background. I know, it's just people walking around. So then, I don't think you have this scene either. So then Tony starts yelling, and he's like, okay, ladies and gentlemen, step right up and get your red-hot t-shirts. None of them are the same. Each one is like a precious snowflake. So Angela's like, Tony, Tony, tone it down. You're not drawing a crowd for Bobo the dog face boy. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't have this. No, and he's like, well, well, why not? Maybe he'll buy a t-shirt. He's, again, getting irritated with her, and she's sort of critiquing everything he does. Uh-huh. Now, another gentleman comes over. Okay, your your episode picks up here. Right. Another gentleman comes over, and he's holding a tie-dye shirt, and he's like, how much for this? And Angela says, $10. And he's like, oh, that's pretty high. And she says, well, it is art. And he's like, yeah, but I just got a Velvet Elvis for 6 and it's autographed. Mm. Yeah, that's not really autographed, dude. Yeah. You, you got taken. Yeah. But at least it was only $6. So Tony pushes Angela out of the way, and he's like, let me handle this. Because Tony's thinking, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. I know how to haggle. So right. here we go. And he says, what's your name? And the guy says... Is it him that says, watch my smoke? I think so, That's, yes. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> hey, know. watch my smoke. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? What does it mean? I have anyway, no idea. sorry. As, only Tony can I'm answer that question. I'm making this episode an hour and a half, not you. He says, what's your name? And the guy says, Steve. And Tony says, oh, how, what a coincidence. That's my name, too. Oh, is that what you did in Brooklyn? <laughs> and Angela's rolling her eyes. I know. And he's like, listen, Steve, art smart, right? You want this T-shirt? I want to sell you this T-shirt. So don't tell my partner, but I'm going to give it to you for eight bucks. Mm. And the guy says, bingo. And he hands him, eight, he hands him $9 on accident. And Tony counts it, and he says, oh, wait, wait, you gave me $1 too much, and he hands it back. He's like, you know me, honest Tony. I mean Steve. I know, that's stupid. <laughs> stupid. So he looks, and he's all, he turns around to Angela, and he's all excited, and he's like, look, I did, I did a good job. And she's like, yeah, nice work. You just blew our profit margin by 50%. What? So hang on, time out. So is it 50% on that one shirt or total? I'm because if it's total. total. Because... I guess the well then yeah, but you have to factor in. I don't know, but like so, say they're making. I'm taking this way too serious. (laughs) So say they put, you know, they're it's four dollars to make the shirt. Right. So then their profit. Okay, wait, hang on, that's not gonna work. Say it's six dollars to make the shirt. So then their profit would be four dollars. But if he just sold the shirt for eight dollars, then she he blew the profit margin on one shirt, not total of all the shirts. Right, right, correct. But if he were to continue to let people buy the shirts at eight dollars, then he would blow the profit margin at fifty percent. That's what I. That's what I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah. But I'm glad we cleared that up. 
Again, Angela's just kind of being a pain in the ass. Yeah. And wow. he's like, okay, but listen, we still made money, and now there's another guy out there wearing our product. It's called no advertising. No know, though. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh. I know. By the time the guy goes home and washes that shirt, puts it on and wears it out, they're no longer at the flea market. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> I know. And then I like the dig that um, Angela says here, where she yes. says, uh, I've forgotten about advertising. I've forgotten more about advertising than you'll ever know. No. Yep. And then that, then it's on. It's on at this point, yes, right? Yes. Now the claws are out. <laughs> mm-hmm. The gloves are off, And so she to says, speak. you may have forgotten. What did I say that time? The gloves are on. <laughs> she says, you may have forgotten oh, that I was the cookie queen. And he's like, okay, your highness. Well, let me tell you right now, you're being a royal pain in the... Mm. And he doesn't want to say it. No. <laughs> and she's like, oh, this this whole scene is fantastic right here. I know. Okay. The cookie queen. So she's like, go ahead. Go ahead. A royal pain in the what? What? Huh? Say it. And he's like trying so hard not to say it. And then he just starts yelling, but, but, but. And every time he's yelling, but. He's, he's like headbutting he's like her head in the face. He's butting almost. her forward. And on the third one, he makes contact with her face. Like, I know. I, he does. Completely. I, he obviously didn't hit her hard because she didn't even I know. Even it's flinch. so weird, actually, because it looks like he hits her. Yeah. Like, his face definitely touches her face on the last one. How the two of them they did just not. They just bump noses. It's just noses, I think. Start laughing. I don't know. It's impressive. Yes. <laughs> and she says, well, you can kiss it goodbye. All right, well. And she says, I don't need this ag- aggravation. And he's like, well, I don't need you. He's like, I don't need you second-guessing my every move, in, and I don't need you straightening my sign. And then she runs over, and she says, you mean our sign. And she mm. rips the sign in half and then leaves. And then just then, Mona walks up. Holding a bunch of shit that I can't even tell what this stuff is. She's got a hat on, sunglasses. She's holding popcorn, some sort of skateboard. I know. Well, like, what happened? Uh, yeah. What is the big fuzzy thing? Looks like I... it could be some sex contraption. A blanket. And she's back. And he says, forget about the change. And then she says, what change? I know. I'm telling you. This just feeds... <laughs> My theory that <laughs> Mona smokes a lot of weed. What change? It was, what, 30 minutes ago, maybe? Maybe not even. And she, yeah, she's got the wacky sunglasses on. She's carrying a bunch of shit. Uh, and the hat's sideways, like how the kids wear the hat now, mind you. She's stoned. Oh, so she's baked. She yeah. went to the bathroom, and she smoked a bunch of weed and forgot why Tony gave her yep. 10 bucks. And then blew it all. Yep. And she got hungry, so she got some popcorn. Yes. Munchies. Well, that's what happens when you smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. Now, back at the house, Samantha is working her little butt off making shirts. There are shirts all over this kitchen. I know. So, you know what I would love to know? Where did these shirts come from? Like, did they actually buy all these tie-dye shirts? I don't know. That's did they have them yeah. made? And they're everywhere, all over the place. Jonathan's also in the kitchen, and he says to her, only 133 more to go. I know. The enforcer. <laughs> right. Little Caesar. Because <laughs> he's getting, she's getting a dollar a shirt, and she has to make 223 to be able to pay him back. Wow. She's like, don't worry, you're going to get your money. And then Tony and Angela walk in, holding two laundry baskets full of other shirts that they didn't sell. And they're angry. And Sam says, Dad, what are you doing back so soon? And he's like, forget it. Stop. Turn off the stove. 
Tonan Enterprises is defunct. It's done. It's over yeah. with. Oh, he says defunct. Hmm. You think that's because he's in college now? He's learned new oh, words? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, makes sense. I like how they pepper in these words. Well, Tony and, is in college. Yeah. Sam's like, what, why did you quit? You can't quit. You have to go back out there. We had a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> we had a deal. What was the deal? That he was going to sell the shirts and no, she gets well, a dollar. I know. That, I know. She, she, he doesn't realize what, she, you know, she's in, in dire straits here. She I know. needs she this owes money. Jonathan, $232 yeah. or whatever the heck it is. Tony says, Sam, the dream is over. And Angela is in the background and she says, You mean nightmare. No. And she throws down her Zing. jacket. <laughs> And Jonathan says to Sam, your luck just went out the window, Missy. That's right. And he looks at Tony and he says, we'll talk. And Mm -hmm. then he leaves. But Sam, she's not giving up yet. Look, there's a black tarp on the kitchen counter and there's shirts laid out all over. There are so many shirts in here. I want to know what happened to all the shirts. Maybe they gave them to the audience after. Maybe. Thank you. But what what is Jonathan's end game here? Is he going to kill her? (laughs) No, he's going to tell Tony. Yeah. Oh, okay. His only plan is to tell Tony and get her in trouble for buying the jacket. Oh, that's okay. really all he could do. All right. But that's what she doesn't want to have happen. That makes more sense than, than him killing her. Right. Exactly. That, that would have made this. Yeah. The show would have taken a very really dark weird. turn. Yeah. Okay. Sam says, "What do you always tell me? Winners never quit, and quitters never win." She's like, "You can't take the cell out of Maselli." <laughs> See, she knows how to get to Tony right. here. And she's probably just throwing a bunch of shit back in his face. That I know. He's, yeah, he's but been I'm telling saying, her though, since like, she was then, little. But that's Tony. Right. Like, that's so Tony lingo there. Like, right. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. You've got Tony and Angela, who are two very competitive people. Right. I was trying to think of when the other times we've seen them, you know, kind of go at each other like this. And it was the unnatural when she played on the team against his. Oh, right. Yeah. And mini yeah. golf. Yes. They've had these kind of, they, they get into these spats where they, somebody knock something over? The, the dog is growling or something. <laughs> I don't know. The big cat's over there, so he's not involved. Oh, there's, there's a little, a little cat. cat. I don't know. Something this, this happened. This house anyway. is miserable. Okay. I know. It's, I don't, what, what have I done? <laughs> and he's, Tony says, you know, Sam, I'm sorry. I know that you were excited about making all this money. And it would have, and Sam says, and it would have been a great character builder. And he's like, but let me tell you something. If I wanted to sell these shirts, I could. Oh. And right then, Angela comes back in, and she's like, whatever. Yeah. And she says, you know, Sam, some people think they can sell shirts like this, when other people it's can sell again. shirts like this. <laughs> and she's like aggressively so much snapping. <laughs> snapping. <laughs> I love all the snapping. I know. <laughs> fantastic he says wait a minute angela are you saying that if we went head to head you would outsell outsell Mm. me and she says yes and then sam's like oh did you hear that dad so now she's doing the same thing again she's egging them on exactly to get what she needs here but it's a little different it's way more aggressive than it was the first time meanwhile they just need to have sex and that would end all of this God, the tension. Exactly. The sexual tension. They in wouldn't the get on each other's nerves as much if they had sex just, every just once in a while. Just bang it out. Yeah. Just bang it out. <laughs> so she, he, he's like, I heard it, but I don't believe it. And Whoa. then she's egging Angela on. So he's like, okay, fine. He's like, Sam, will you dye the rest of these t shirts? And she's like, oh, I don't know. For, to prove this childish point. 
But she's like, yes, yes, I will. And they say, okay, so the first to sell out at no less than $10. Okay. So that's those are the rules. You have to right. sell the shirts for $10. Check. And then the first one to sell out is Shirt Queen. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. And he says, and may she rain, may he rain. Ah, Shirt Queen. So they I have the booth it. again for Sunday. So now it's Sunday and they're back at the booth. Okay, I know, but, but I time, love that it's like the setup is all different right. and there's a, a yellow tape yeah. running in between the two of them <laughs> and, and they're behind they the this? fairfield flea market sign i mean i'm sorry they're in front of the no they're in the, the same spot they were That's i know they but were the before. sign i don't know i didn't i don't remember seeing the sign last time oh yeah yeah no. i thought the sign was off to the side no i think it was there. Uh, all right okay well, but that, that's debatable now tell me how did no. they do this last night tony went there he sawed all the wood and made two separate booths and painted them because now it's like completely. I don't know that you're reading <laughs> way too much into this. But Angela's got a little thing. It's a framed. I it's know. a framed Wait, thing she, when with did her. But I mean, it's a framed picture. Yeah, with type lights thing, around it. And it has her name, yeah. Angela's. Uh-huh. I guess that means Angela's shirts. Yeah. And above it is a headless mannequin oh, yeah, with a, a tie dyed mm-hmm. shirt. Yep. And then Tony's just got some wacky sign that's crooked crazy that Tony. says Tony's crazy Tony's <laughs> crazy or, Tony's. All right, and they put they put tape down the middle to divide their. Well, boots. yeah, be, just I mean that is classic <laughs> sitcom. Right? Absolutely. Anytime something happens where yes. they have to divide a room. Yep. That's so. The cla- tape and this comes still out. happens. It still happens, and I yeah. I know that I think there was an episode of Jesse or something that the kids were watching, and they split the room down the middle. Uh, I, I believe know, Jesse it. or one of those shows, but anyway, that still happens in the sitcom world. So, do you do you get the reference here that Tony's doing with the crazy Tonys? Um, I the only reference that I get out of this, and it's a New York reference, is Crazy Eddie. Yes, that's what okay. I think it is too. Okay, so right. I really do think it's a we regional, did not discuss this. Beforehand. We didn't, but I really do think that's a regional thing. Yeah, because, I mean, I remember Crazy Eddie's because I think even Seinfeld makes a reference to yes, Crazy Eddie's, which I guess some was kind of, some sort of like store in New York that would run it these was, commercials. And, they, and he was, it was Crazy Eddie. Right. Like he would be like, ah, Crazy Eddie, yeah. and I got the deals and blah yeah. blah blah. So I think yes, you're right. Crazy Tony's is a play on Crazy Eddie. So he's doing that whole spiel, and he's saying everything must go. Every shirt is marked down to just ten dollars, and that, he's yelling at what, everyone. That's the price they all. They I know, were. but they don't know that. Oh, People okay. think they could have been twenty dollars, and they think he's crazy, right? Because okay. he's so crazy for Got selling it. the shirts that low, and he looks all ripped in his tight dye shirt. <laughs> Here, and Angela looks over, and she's like, real subtle. Now, I like what Angela did with her tie-dye shirt. So yesterday, neither of them were wearing tie-dye. Today, mm-hmm. both of them are wearing the product. Got to sell the product. Yes. And Angela has modified hers to have like an open neck. I know. There's Hot. shoulder pads in it. <laughs> and the sleeves are rolled. <laughs> I did not realize that there, there were shoulder pads. There are absolutely shoulder pads Until you in said it. something. Yeah. I think I'm just so used to seeing Angela in shoulder pads. I think that's... Her natural body. Oh my God, I did not realize that there were shoulder pads until you said something. God, so Angela's fantastic. side is supposed to be very classy. She's got some shabby chic decorations yep. and picked in her name and a frame yep. again. So now a man and woman come over to the booth and she's like, Oh, bonjour. Welcome <laughs> bonjour. to Angela's. Would you like a croissant? And she offers them croissant. Both- croissant. <laughs> she offers them both croissant. croissant. 
Tony's tie-dye shirt is actually very cool. I like That's the, what I'm saying. the like, design he looks, he's of it. He's ripped in it. It's like, he does look ripped in it, too. Yeah. So he's like, oh, croissants. I'm shaking. Croissants. I'm shaking. <laughs> now, an, a woman and her son come over, and she asks Angela, do you have children's sizes? And she's like, of course we do. And so yeah. she starts trying to show the children. Okay, hang on. Let me real quick talk about this actress. Oh, Okay. Because she, out of all the people in this episode, who's the kid? We don't know. Probably. No, I, I don't think th- there's another line, child so we'll in here that did, did go on to act, but I don't, I didn't see anything for him. Okay. But this woman, her name is Myra Turley. Okay. And she is the m- most working actor on this episode. Um, her first credit was in 1985 on Dallas. She was in Perfect Strangers. Oh, yeah. She's, I see now, she's in a lot of things. Yeah. Meet the Fockers. LA Law, Mama's Arrested Development. Yeah. And she's like still one, working. Like she's a one. Yeah, the character one and actor, done, for sure. Yeah, a working actor. actor. Yeah. And the last credit she has is in a, well, she was in Better Things, which is, is that the um, Pamela Alden Adlon Better show? Things. I'll have to, I would have to. I clicked uh, on it. This is not good podcasting. No, it's not. It's Hang never. on. We, when, when are we ever doing good podcasting? Yes, it is. It's the pa- Pamela Adlon she was show. In t- uh, well, she was in Till Death and Mad Men. She was in seven episodes of Mad Men. Oh, nice. Yeah, so as of 2020, she was still working. Okay. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. She w- She played nurse in Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that episode, I know. but <laughs> the one with the fratern- fertility. Fertil- yeah, I saw that one. Um, I, yeah, I don't remember that. Don't Maybe. Know. Oh, I mean, you know well, what? I would not recognize that. That must at be all. when Chandler and Monica are trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Okay. So then, Tony sees that Angela's talking to this woman and her child, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Come on over to Crazy Tony's house of non-flammable T-shirts." Where safety comes first. See, yeah, that's dirty. Yep. Dirty is. move, Tony. So now the mom hears that and she walks her son over to the non-flammable side. Right, because she doesn't want a shirt that's going to light on fire. Catch on fire. On fire. <laughs> but you know what's itself. funny? What's funny now is that non-flammable uh, stuff is actually getting a bad rap. Because like a lot of pajamas and stuff were treated with a non-flammable um, solvent so that if there was a fire in the middle of the night, the pajamas wouldn't catch fire. But the problem is, is that the pajamas then have a chemical in them that could possibly cause cancer and it's like a toxin. So now, oh my God, you can't win. You don't want your kid to be wearing flammable, um, non flammable pajamas or anything. You want to keep them in more of like 100% cotton and it just fits tightly so that it's less likely to catch fire. I just, I'm going to check the smoke detectors tonight after that <laughs> because now I'm scared. I remember I had this when Isla was a baby. I think it was like a, a little Ann Gettys outfit or something. And it wasn't. It wasn't treated with any sort of non-flammable solvent. So on the tag, it said, keep away from fire. I know, but... <laughs> but, but I'm like, yeah, that's... The, the plan is to keep my child away from fire. Right. Thank you very I much. I mean, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> if there's a fire in the house, you have a bigger freaking problem. Than the pajamas. Than yeah, the pajamas. I mean, like, yeah, hopefully no what, the smoke detectors are going off and you're out of the house before the child's... Pajamas Anywhere near the right can catch on fire. fire. I don't know. 
So Angela hears him talking to this mother and son about his non-flammable shirts. And she so comes stupid. over and she's like, excuse me, non-flammable. And then he, she's over the line. So he's like, hey, hey, hey. And he I pushes know. her back to her side. Again, classic <laughs> yeah, sitcom exactly. with the line. I love it. She says, are you insinuating that my shirts are flammable? And he's like, no, no, I never did that. She says, new ground rule. No insinuating that the opponent's merchandise could burst into now, flames. How does he know his stuff isn't flammable? It's he's, not. He's totally lying. Because right. unless it's treated with a solvent, it's flammable. Right. Well, that's true. We covered this. And I'm most sorry. likely, these shirts are 100% cotton. So <laughs> he's, he's completely lying, and his shirts are totally flammable. Okay. I just okay. wanted to be clear on that. And so he's like, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I crossed the line. Oh, my God. I can't look past the shoulder pads and Angela's shirt after you've met. <laughs> So then she walks back over to her like booth. What? Did she like stuff shoulder pads? Yeah, into like shirt? last night she went. Did she, she got sew a shirt. them in there? Or yes, she stitched them in there. No. She, or Sam helped her. Somebody helped. Or her. Mona. You know what? Mona. She did had not. Tony. Mona was so. Stoned. She had Tony so. Mona so, was so baked. She was asleep. <laughs> she had Tony sew shoulder pads into this shirt last right. night. No, she didn't because they did, were in competition. I know, but she fighting. left a note and she just said. I need these shoulder pads sewn in here. And he did it because it's his job. Okay. And because he's Tony. All right. And then I don't know who cut the neckline. I'm going to say Sam did that. It's questionable. So she goes up to the couple at her booth and she says, hello, welcome to Angela's, where all of our products are hypoallergenic. Ah, that's a new one. So then he's all like, oh, that's a cheap gimmick. I can't believe you would stoop that low. Mm. All right. So we get a quick flip of the screen to let us know that some time has passed. And Tony is on the floor. You see his bare feet on the floor. Yeah. And they pan up to him using his socks, which he's now made into puppets. <laughs> so he's doing a puppet show for the children at the flea market. So strange. And he says, that's all kids from Captain Tie-Dye and his friend Pokey. And his other sock comes up. That's so strange. And but- it- <laughs> And then did he have the markers to write on the I sock? guess so. He probably okay. had the leftover markers from and making those... the crazy Tony sign. Yeah, all right. They're long white socks. Yeah, those too. were the actual socks he was wearing. Okay. So now his hands smell like feet and his socks are ruined. He says, hey, sell a couple shirts. <laughs> he says, don't forget to tell your parents to buy lots and lots of shirts because the word of the day is what? And they all yell, Volume. I am. Now I paused on these kids to see if any of them look familiar. Nothing. No, they don't. They really don't. Um, So then he gets up and he's like, "Okay," takes the socks off, throws his nasty socks on top of all the merchandise, and then says, "Let's sell some shirts." See. And people are buying them because he has a little crowd of kids there. And he. (laughs) So Angela says, "Do you have? You have no shame." And he says, yeah, well, soon I'll have no shirts. Ah, yeah. see so what he, he did there? Care. Yep. Now, at Angela's booth, and Tony keeps trying to steal people from her booth, too, which is dirty. Asshole. So now a guy is over at Angela's booth. He's a nice-looking gentleman, and he's wearing a Yale sweatshirt. So he says, hey, Yale. And the guy looks over, and he says, me, too. <laughs> he's guy. lying. He's totally lying. Absolutely. Okay. And the guy walks over and says, med school, class of 73. Tony says, pediatrics. Oh, no, the guy says, med school, class of 73, pediatrics. Tony says, class of 76, psychiatry. Mm. So not only is he lying, I think he's made himself considerably younger. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) 
So then he says, you um, you want to buy a T-shirt? And now in the background, Angela <laughs> pulls one of her giant shoulder pads off of I her know. shoulder. Kind of hot. To reveal her bare shoulder. And I don't think she's wearing a bra. No. Unless she's wearing a strapless one. And she's Definitely says, wearing shoulder pads. <laughs> Maybe that was a bra, and she made the cups into shoulder pads, and that's why she doesn't have a bra on today. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> so she says, what's up, Doc? I and know. gives him like a seductive look, and he sees her. And now he's like, um, okay, well, I'm going to go back over to this yeah, I'm booth. I'm going over there because yeah. and- <laughs> shoulder pad lady is. <laughs> Showing me your shoulders. That's right. <laughs> and she says, I just thought that this T-shirt would pick up the gold flecks in your eyes. And she mm. holds a yellow T-shirt up to him. And he's like, oh, you really think so? And she's like, yes. And she's totally flirting with him. So now there's a woman at Tony's booth holding up a shirt. So Tony pulls his sleeve up over his shoulder. Nope. <laughs> and he says, you know, I think that T-shirt would really pick up the blue flecks in your eyes. And the woman just puts the shirt down and walks away. And then he yells, hey, it's okay, hey, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. <laughs> He's still going with the doctor thing, He is, because the other guy's still standing there. All right. Now, it's just funny because, okay, so yes, Tony is very good looking, but this just shows you it's one of those examples where when a woman does it, it's not creepy, and then when a man does it, it's very creepy. That's true. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to argue with that. So, crazy, crazy Tony's is still at it. Yeah. So we see another flip of the screen to let us know it's a little later in the day. Right, right. Angela is dusting her area. Which <laughs> is ridiculous. And Tony is trying to sell this man a shirt and selling the idea of this miracle called memory yarn. He says you can stretch the shirt and it bounces right back into place. And the guy says, I hate memory yarn and walks hmm. away. And the guy says, how can you hate, and Tony says, how can you hate memory yarn? It doesn't exist. So he made up something else. Yeah, memory yarn. Not a thing. No. So Angela lets him know that she only has two shirts left to sell. And she's like, I smell victory. Look at the little lights around her sign, too. They're all blinky. They're, fli- they're, cl- they're oh, flickering. And she has an espresso machine oh, also. Oh, yeah. Oh, she is Gotta very, sell some shirts. Yeah, all her croissants are gone. She's got a little money box. Okay, now a little girl walks over wearing pigtails. She goes up to Tony's booth and she picks up a yellow shirt. And Tony says, hey, little girl. And he's like, that's a really pretty shirt. But then Angela says, oh, excuse me, little girl. I have this purple shirt here that I think would be very pretty on you. Now this actress... Yeah, is, is who is is this somebody? She looks familiar, she and does. so I looked her up. Her name is Chelsea Hertford. Hmm. She no longer acts, as far as I can tell. The okay. last thing, so the last major thing she was in is the movie American Beauty, where she played Playground Girl Number Two. Okay, she was in a short film in 2018, but she's probably most well known as being one of the children on the TV show Major Dad. She's in 96 episodes of Major Dad playing Casey Cooper McGillis. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of episodes. Yeah, and that was 89 to 93. So it seems like she probably started doing that show soon after this ended. Hmm. She was also in seven episodes of a TV show called McGee and Me, which I'm not familiar with. But Maybe. that ran from 1989 to 1992. Hmm. Okay, so, so a bunch of stuff we don't know. Yeah, I never watched Major Dad, but I knew of it. 
Like yeah, it was a pretty I, popular show. Yeah, I, I, I did too, but I never watched it. So Angela's trying to sell her on the purple shirt, and Tony's trying to sell her on the yellow shirt. Right. So they're kind of spinning her back and forth between their booths, you know, like, oh, I think purple's the prettiest color. No, I think yellow's the prettiest color. And the little girl's like, I'm confused. <laughs> this girl is super cute. And um, then Angela's like, okay, it's not a tough decision, you know, if you want to be, if you want the prettiest shirt, it's purple. And Tony says, no, it's yellow. And they're like, you want purple, you want yellow, you want purple. And all of a sudden she yells, I want my mommy. Right. And she, and runs she away. screams and runs away. And Tony holds up a shirt and he's like, well, I also have blue. All right. How about blue? Yeah. <laughs> so Angela's like, Tony, what, we, what have we done? And he says, I don't know, but I really hope that that big lady isn't her mom. (laughs) (laughs) Tony's worried he's going to get beat up now. She's like, we just made a little girl cry because we got caught up in this stupid contest. What kind of people are we? And Tony says, we're scum. And he's like, that's how I feel right now. He's like, that little kid had pigtails. Hmm. (laughs) He's so upset. (laughs) So now Mona and the kids walk over, and they see that almost all the shirts are done. And they're like, wow, the king and queen have sold almost all the shirts. And Sam's like, yeah, payday. And then Jonathan says, yeah, payday. And Tony says, wait a minute. Why are you so happy that someone else is getting paid? Right. And Sam says, we've become very close. Mm. And he's like, no, no. Something is going on here. What's up? Mona says, nothing. Nothing's up. And Tony says, I've smelled a rat ever since the two of you shared brownies. So he kind of pulls Jonathan into him, like, by his collar. And Jonathan says, hey, you know, you're not going to pin this rap on me. I didn't do anything. All I did was loan her the money. She's the one that spent it on a leather jacket. And then Mona's like, way way to stand strong, kid. (laughs) Like, he folded so quickly. Right under the bus. So Sam's like, well, you said that I could, you know, if I made my own money, that I could spend it the way I wanted to. And he says, yes, but I didn't say you could borrow, deceive, and manipulate to get it. Oh. She's like, oh, oh, right, 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 right. So he's like, let me tell you, let me ask you a question. You killed yourself to make all these shirts, and now you're going to be grounded for a week, all for a leather jacket. Was it worth it? And she says, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to have to keep a tr- keep an eye out to see if we ever see this leather jacket again. We probably don't. Probably not. So he hands her the $223 that he owes her for making the shirts and says, pay your loan, shark. She turns around and gives the money to Jonathan, and Jonathan says, thanks, doll face. I know, doll face. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> so Tony says, the movie's over. The movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Jonathan's all old gangster movie references here. Mona says, those kids, they'll never learn. Mm. But Angela says, mother, did you know something about this? And she's like, no, no, I'm innocent. I'm innocent, I tell you. You ain't going to pin this rap on me. And then as she walks away, she says, screws. Screws. So I, the I'm innocent, I'm innocent, I tell you, is from some gangster movie. I couldn't sure. find which like exactly which one it was. Up, <laughs> yes. The only thing, I found something on screws. Oh, okay. What does that screws, mean? Uh, screw. Screws. <laughs> it's, it's Are you just going to keep saying the word screws? I guess. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's screw or screws. I think uh, she's saying screws. She says screws, yeah. It's the American Slang Dictionary. It has multiple definitions for screw. One of them defines screw as a foolish or forgetful person. A person of this nature is said to be screwy or a screwball. 
That's the only thing I can find. So isn't there also some kind of reference like putting the screws to you or something? like? I think that goes along with this. Yeah, so like trying to get something out of her. Um, but yeah, yeah, screws. Whatever. It doesn't mean... Ah, screws, see? It doesn't mean to have sex, which is what the two of them should have been doing this I whole know. episode. That's what I thought screw meant. <laughs> well, I mean, it does mean that, but... Oh, okay. I guess not here in this context. Okay. So Tony says, do you believe because of their little scam, we've been out here working like dogs and at each other's throats? And then Angela says, was that an apology? And he's like, yeah. And makes yeah. a couple of Tony noises. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, I accept. And then he's like, well, what about you? And she's like, nee, 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 nee. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, well, I accept as well. So then they say, why don't we pack up and go home? And Tony's like, I'm going to stick around, actually, and sell the rest of these shirts. So Angela has two left. She's like, okay, well, here, why don't you take my two and you can sell them also? But Tony says, all right, but I'm going to pay you for them because business is business. Right. So he hands her $20 and she takes the money. And then she says, I won. (laughs) And she does a little victory dance. What a mess. Who's the boss will be back in a moment. Stick around. You like that? Yeah. (laughs) Why? Because that's what they like, keep why? they keep playing that before know, the tag but... in every episode. So okay. it's like I need to get it because one, it's awesome, and two, I can use it before we describe the tag. We should use it every time. I will, yeah. Okay, I mean, ninety six episodes in, I'll start doing it. But I yeah, I mean, I really feel like this season, I've noticed this before the tag. We gotta every give time the, in season five. We gotta give the people a reason to stick around. So. <laughs> If we keep adding new things like that, they're going to stay. I mean, come on. Don't go crazy. I'm okay. not going to add much right, here. Never mind. Okay. Right. So in the tag of this episode. Which is good. To- this is a great tag. Tony is vacuuming again. Yes. And something falls down. So he's like vacuuming around the couch. And again, it's the same vacuum attachment with the pole and then the little brush at the end. Mm-hmm. And he's vacuuming around the side table and something falls down. So he reaches down to get it, and he's sort of bent over, and he sets the vacuum cleaner to the side. And Angela walks in from the kitchen right then. So she picks it up, and she looks at Tony bent over, and she looks at the vacuum cleaner. And then they just show a shot of the outside of the house, and you hear Tony go, yeah. (laughs) So Angela did it. She goosed him in the hiney with the vacuum cleaner. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. See, she did it. After she said, told him it was a wise move not to do it. Yeah, but she's his boss. Yeah. I mean, it's well, still not it's right. Debatable. Yeah. <laughs> but again, creepier when a man does it than when a woman does it. <laughs> yeah. That's that double standard stuff. Because <laughs> if he would have done it, it would have kind of been uh, offensive, I guess. I mean, she probably wouldn't have thought so, really. Because I, I do think she was putting her day. butt up in the air True. to try to attract him. Yeah. But it like it's, a just, it's funnier for the woman to do it on the sitcom right. than for the guy. Okay, so I'm going to go first with rating, I think, this time. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you forgot about that part of the show? Well, it just means I have to do the boss, and I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, but you do your rating thing. So my rating is a 7.5. Okay. Yeah, I really like this episode. I remember it. It's funny. There's like wacky stuff going on i enjoy the competition between tony and angela you know part of it's a little over the top but it has to be because it's a sitcom i thought the uh 
opener and the tag were very cute with the debating poking each other in the butt with the vacuum cleaner. Yes. <laughs> um, everyone was used well. Jonathan actually had a point in this episode and was seen for more than three minutes. Okay. Yeah. It worked well with, um, with Samantha's storyline. They worked Mona in as well as they could with her being severely under the influence for most of the episode. Yes, but stoned. <laughs> and all around, it was just a fun one. It was silly and fun, which is all we can hope for from Who's the Boss. I agree. I agree with that. I, with that, I give it a seven as well. Okay. I mean, you did seven and a half, but I'm seven. Um, all for most of the same reasons. It was a fun episode all the way around. I liked the competitiveness between Angela and Tony, mm-hmm. which again, they, that could all be worked out with one roll in the hay, but <laughs> what do I know? Uh, but yeah, that, and you're right. Like there was, everybody was in the episode. Like, you know, Jonathan had me, had a purpose, right. you know, with the mon- with the loan shark, yeah. uh, little Caesar aspect <laughs> of it all. Um, and uh, and Mona did her thing or whatever. So yeah, I thought it was good, and I thought it was definitely worth a seven rating. Who's the boss around here? Me or my mother or maybe it's you? <laughs> uh, again, I don't have any idea who the boss is. <laughs> this was a tough one. I don't. I'm not sold on mine either. All right, then I'm gonna go. I'm going with Jonathan. <laughs> Because Jonathan kind of drove. I contemplated him. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he was driving the episode. He, a lot of people owed him money. That is true. And by a lot of people, I mean Samantha and <laughs> Mona. Mona. But still, yeah. and he was driving the episode. And like the whole reason that that Samantha was, you know, pushing that they need to sell more shirts was the fact that she owed right him money. Yeah. And then uh, Mona, I don't know. I can't sell. I don't know. I'm, that's all I got. Yeah. I went with Samantha. Okay. That's Only, much better. Than- no, it's not. And Because like, at first I thought, I okay, mean, how, Jonathan, how you, because he was the one that was the loan shark. I know he was. But then, but but then Mona really like just went in, off the rails. And, right. Yeah, Mona get does for come the, up with the idea to have the flea market. Okay. Because she knows that Sam needs right. the money. Yeah. But then she is useless i know and she takes ten dollars to get change and buys a bunch of shit right so then i was like okay well samantha because she got herself into this situation and she was trying to figure out a way out of it okay that's much better she got them to work together to sell the shirts by the royal partnership right and then when they wanted to quit she got them to keep going ah so that's why I went with okay. Samantha. No, but it's I, that not makes, a solid. There's really no solid. There's nobody. I mean, I mean honestly, there's nobody. The true boss there's is no, Angela because she calls herself the boss a couple times in this episode. I know. But yeah. she's a, a super pain in the ass the whole time she's at the flea market. True. <laughs> so I didn't want to give it to her. You know, how yeah. you, you know how, actually, you know how she could be the boss? Is the fact that Tony didn't goose her, but she goosed Tony. Yes. She's the boss. Yes. And I mean, boom, boom, yeah, right. done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can know, reach us kidding. at Who's the Boss Podcast on Instagram or on Twitter. It's the Who's the Boss Pod One. On Facebook, it's the Who's the Boss Podcast page or go to anchor.fm slash WTB podcast. The next episode we're going to cover is Cardinal Sin. Yeah, which I know nothing about. Okay. Yeah. It's a. It's something. 
I don't know. It's, it's something. It's, it's oh, got, I'm not looking forward to this. No, no, no. This. It's got good parts, and it's got super annoying parts. So okay. you'll see why. All right. Okay. Then I, we'll see you. Thank you, everyone. We'll see, see you, you next, next week, time. but not really next week, but next time. Right. We'll see you uh, Monday. Yeah. No, no, Thursday. I don't know. Okay, bye. Bye. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a big thumbs up and tell all your friends and maybe... You can tell your grandma, your mother, and your sister or brother. Maybe have no siblings. Tell your dog and cats. Bye.